You're listening to another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Um, we have another new podcast here today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of the new goings on. Um, and, and so this one's current and up to date. So thanks for joining us. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun and leave with a smile. I have two guests joining me today. Uh, Ann Lowry. Hi, Ann. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having us. And Dieter Drake. Hey, Mark. Hey, good to have you. Where are you guys at? Because we're all socially distanced now. Hanging out in my living room in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> I am. I am in my basement in Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, through the power of the Internet, um, we've always been able to connect people from distances and kind of make it seem like we're in the same room. So that's exactly what we're doing. I'm in Ankeny right now. Normally I'm based in Iowa city, but, uh, I have to, uh, go to a bank tomorrow for our uh, small business, uh, paycheck protection program, uh, that we're working on, um, and, uh, and take care of that business. So, um, that's my trip out. I haven't been out in weeks. Um, but, uh, you know, today's the day that I get out a little reprieve. So, um, let's talk about the big news. Uh, who wants to, who wants to lead off on this? I'll, uh, I'll jump in. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> it's, uh, never a good day to convey bad news, but, um, you know, as you, as you've heard, we announced that we're postponing RAGBRAI to 2021. And when I say postpone, I hate the word cancel Mark and, and yeah. but, um, Postpone I think, is really the, the most appropriate word because we are postponing in a, in the real sense, the, um, we'll talk about the reasons for it and kind of the, the process of us coming to, to this decision, but, uh, we're planning on the 48th annual rag Rye in 2021. Um, and, um, uh, again, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy decision. Um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it's, it's a very hard thing to disappoint what probably is, you know, well over a million people, you know, that, that are fans of RAGBRAI across the state of Iowa, across the region, across the country, uh, across the world, really. And, um, and, uh, you know, so that's, that, that was a hard decision, uh, in that respect, but it was the right one. Um, we just didn't feel that it would be safe and appropriate to have a mass gathering event as early as July, um, even though July seems like a long way off and it is a long way off. It's, it's a two, two and a half months out, at least two months out. So, um, it, we just didn't feel it was the right thing. Just looking at the, you know, the progress of the COVID-19 situation and again, mass gathering with a, with a, with a mass participation event like RAGBRAI and RAGBRAI is a, is that it's a, it's everybody in close quarters having a lot of fun with entertainment, riding bikes on the road, and and uh, housing and camping and things like that. There were just way way too many risk red flags that we saw that were uh, enough, and probably any one of those would have been enough for us to say let's let's rethink this and, and postpone. So after a bunch of uh, conversations with um, our overnight towns, some of our pass through towns all of our partners, public safety folks and health professionals, et cetera. Um, and, and some riders, honestly, um, it was, um, we, we got a lot of good feedback over the last several weeks to, again, to give us the, the, uh, the knowledge and the, um, 
the confidence that uh, this was the right decision to make. Um, again, not a, not an easy one where, again, we're, we're, we're disappointing a lot of people. We understand that, but um, I think it's, it's obviously it is the right decision and people are more and more understanding each day as this, as this epidemic or pandemic kind of progresses. Uh, you know, the tour de France is going to be is postponed uh, as I read yesterday, mm. lots of other events are being postponed through July and now August. So um, again, it's the right decision. And, um, and I think we're, we've got uh, some, we won't really share some of these ideas yet, but we've got some really exciting things planned for the balance of 2020. And um, you know, it's not, uh, it's not really a bad thing, honestly, because we're going to have that. And we're also going to have um, another 12 months to prepare for uh, RAGBRAI 48. So Still exciting, but, um, you know, disappointing at the same time. And um, you have uh, <laughs> you've uh, put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into uh, into this event in the past six months. Um, and you've assembled a, a, a team together that's uh, that's new. Uh, how's everybody holding up? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I've been asked this uh, a lot over the last couple of weeks. And, um, you know, this one, this decision is particularly hard because the team that we've got pulled together has, um, obviously overcome a lot of hurdles, uh, since October and this one, you know, out of our control, um, to, to a large extent, but, you know, this team is, uh, hyper-focused on ensuring that, you know, we take care of the people that have registered, uh, we answer questions. And then to Dieter's point that we've, you know, we've still got things that um, will bring the RAGBRA community together for the rest of the year. So the team's doing good. Um, you know, I think everyone is kind of, you know, mentally uh, in a different headspace right now because of, because of what's going on globally in the world. Uh, but this team is, is pretty focused on ensuring that the community aspect of RAGBRA and um, the spirit of RAGBRA still, there, there's still things to look forward to. You know, a lot of people mistakenly assume that RAGBRAI happens spontaneously, that it's just a, a mixture of pixie dust and luck that, you know, the route gets out there and everybody shows up and does it. And you don't know until you kind of see the inside. And I think this scenario really kind of plays how much planning actually goes into this six month sprint that you have from when you announce the route in January till the ride actually happens. And I think that's what you were really up against is these communities and, and, and the entire event itself. There's a lot of decisions that are being having to be made right now that are critical to the event in July um, that you just can't make right now. I mean, you can't place in a contract for a band. You, you really couldn't order Kaibos if you, if you wanted to, because you just don't know. Is it, did that play into the, into the decision, Dieter? It, it was a big part of it. Um, we had, like I mentioned, we had several conversations and phone calls and conference calls with our overnight towns uh, as far back as, well, that they've been ongoing, but some of the more critical ones were towards the uh, beginning and middle of March um, relating to this situation. And, um, you know, that those opinions kind of uh, move towards uh, postponing uh, the later we got. But yes, the discussions were and the concerns were for some, especially some of the smaller towns, where how do we fundraise in, in this scenario where we've got to spend so much time to focus on our own residents and our own communities in terms of public health and 
and food and, and public safety, all of those things that they normally have to do on, an, on a daily basis. How do they how do they fundraise for an event like Ragbri? And they are major events in these towns, as you, as you know. I don't have to mm-hmm. tell you they're, they're major events, and the budgets are, uh, on a lot of cases, north of a hundred thousand dollars, sometimes more, and, mm-hmm. and it's you know more or less. But it's it's a lot of money for a for a small town, or even a large town to raise. How do you do that in the context of basically? Um, you know, being diverted towards public safety and public health in your own community, not being able to really do anything with RAGBRAI for however long, and then uh, say, you know, in a perfect world, things open back up in May. Well, now they've lost really two months in, in terms of that. And a lot of their benefactors um, are people that are struggling financially. Mm-hmm. So, and so there's really two parts of it. There's the, there's the, there's the pandemic part of it, and there's the economic and financial impact that each of these communities are, are going through. And, you know, again, either one of those would have been enough for us to say, look, we've got to take a time out here and, and rethink this, um, which we did, obviously. But the fundraising part of it is just an enormous hill in a normal year for those folks to, to overcome. Mm-hmm. This year, it's just way out in left field. They're just really, it was just, we all came to the rational conclusion that it was just way too hard for anybody despite us wanting to do it and wanting to pursue pursue the optimistic path and having the event in July, it just wasn't realistic for any one of these communities to um, have to, again, have to uh, go out and fundraise with local community members who are, you know, a lot of them are just out of money. These businesses are just out of money because mm-hmm. they haven't been able to generate any revenue now for six or seven weeks. So mm-hmm. that that's, that's a huge part of it. Um, and we're very, very sympathetic to that. There's no way, despite our optimism, like I said, that we could just turn it on. They just there's going to be a recovery time for each one of these communities to be able to get over this. Yeah, you know, even I mean, even the idea that you need to feed uh, ten thousand plus, twenty thousand plus people when when they roll into town, um, you may have ten restaurants right now, but. Uh, uh, you don't know if those places are going to be open uh, when July rolls around. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So a lot there was, and they would be, we take up, we, t- we would be taking on as an organization, RAGBRAI, an enormous amount of risk in that situation, but they take on just as much when it comes to that. How do they, how do they handle that? Um, if, yeah. So if those businesses, those pizza places, those cafes, those diners, those restaurants are out of, out of business, then then it's a different, the event takes on a completely different complexion. Yeah. And that was, that was another part of it. We, we wanted to be able to provide a RAGBRAI as RAGBRAI has always been. It's been a giant festival of Iowa right across the state and bicycling, but um, it's really a festival about Iowa. And if it didn't look, if it, if it had, if it took on a different complexion and we put any one of those communities under duress, just because we wanted to have it at all costs, that would have been exactly the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's just a hardship for everybody. And, and it's just the right thing to, to move it to 2021. So, uh, and you probably have a, a maybe a, a, a pulse on this, but, uh, you know, even though Iowa may be healthy, um, right bright draws from all over the world uh, for participants. Um, and some of those places may not be healthy. Is, did that factor in? I mean, the safety of the writers is always paramount. Did, did, did the public health of the writers factor in this time? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, when you're talking about bringing 15 to 20,000 people a day across the state, 
from all 50 states plus internationally pulling from, you know, upwards of 10 different countries outside of the United States. Um, There's a lot of unknown there. Uh, There's a lot of risk there. And I think, you know, even as we're we're listening to our public health officials uh, nationally talk about, um, you know, different states being in different phases of this pandemic, um, there's a lot, a lot of uncertainty around um, what your, you know, what, you know, asymptomatic riders, mm-hmm. riders that maybe get sick while they're there. So it, it's just, um, there's just so much uncertainty around that aspect of it. And I think, you know, what we're hearing from some riders is, you know, I don't want to take the risk of coming if I'm asymptomatic. Uh, so there, we're hearing both sides, like, you know, I'm worried about coming in case, you know, it's not under control, but a lot of people, and I think this just like speaks to the spirit of this ride are saying, I don't want to take the risk that I have it and bring it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just, uh, <laughs> it just doesn't surprise me that there's a thoughtfulness around it to the, to the folks that ride RAGBRAI. Um, a lot of people, and we haven't really touched on this, but the housing component is, is pretty big on RAGBRAI. And mm-hmm. so while it is a predominantly a camping event, there are Iowans who open up their homes and host our riders as they come through. And um, that is a, that was a large consideration for us as we were talking through that. They make up about 2,000 of our riders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think they're, you know, we'd either have a hard time finding people to host them or we'd have riders who potentially, you know, would be worried about, about staying. And so, you know, I, I just, that, that risk and that liability, uh, you just don't want it for anybody. Um, you just want to keep everyone safe and certainly don't want to be the, the cause for any of that. Um, so yeah, it, not only that we're pulling people from across the, the world, but that there's, there's this housing component to it that frankly is one of the things that makes it so unique. Uh, but it also makes it, um, you know, more risky in this sort of situation. Yeah. Um, I think we're far enough into the pandemic that I think most people understand. Uh, but I know Dieter, you posted a, a article on Facebook just a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago, um, about, uh, people who haven't run an event before don't understand what it means to cancel an event. And, and I, I wanted to bring that up because I mean, this is, this is as hard on you and even, even RAGBRAI as an organization, um, this is tough and, and we want to do the right thing, but we also want to keep moving forward. Is, is that seem, uh, kind of what's going through your mind? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in, in the, in the grand scheme of things, this will be, you know, in the grand scheme of things of, of RAGBRAI, this will be a blip on the radar, I think. Um, but it's never, yeah, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like being in this position. Yeah. Um, but it's, but it's part of the job. Um, you have to be able to handle the situation and that being able to do it successfully is, is, as Ian mentioned, it's a function of the strength of your team. And we have, we have a rock solid team, despite all the kind of the trauma that we've been through in 2019 and 2020, this is a really good group of people. And then we brought, we brought Andrea back on recently, as you, as you know, and she's, you know, she's hit the ground running. Um, but all of our team members, Madison, Suzanne, Nick, Ann, and Ella, um, are 
we are really tight and things are moving along um, despite having to announce this uh, this postponement um, but it there are like you meant there are a bunch of moving parts and 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 ways to handle um, this kind of situation that are uh, that go on in the background that uh, some some of which have, we've already talked about, mm-hmm. but it just has a giant you know it's going it, Ragbri is a is a monstrous event. It's the, it's the queen or king or whatever you want to handle it of all of all multi day bike rides, largest multi day bike ride in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to, you know, our, our postponement is going to have a rippling effect still on other events around the country. A lot of those have already been postponed or canceled. We saw that Nebraska ride, I think, recent, recently was postponed to 2021. I think Bragg and Georgia, same thing, and, and several other rides, I think, and, and maybe um, maybe some rides in, Cal- in, uh, in, Cal- uh, I'm sorry, in Colorado larger rides. Um, we'll see about that. Hopefully not, but, um, you know, chances are there's going to be, we're not going to be the last one that's going to be postponed or canceled, but there's just this giant, uh, rippling effect in the industry, not only the bicycling industry, but you know, the, you know, just the tourism industry. It's, um, we don't, we don't do this. We don't do drag. We don't produce uh, rag bri or organize rag bri in a vacuum. It's going to have a, have a big effect. Um, but I think that community, the, the multi-day ride community, uh, the bicycling community is pretty cohesive and strong at the same time, you know, as our team is. So people talk all day long and realize that, you know, again, one, one event is kind of related to others, even though we're in different parts of the country and we have different, different demographics, perhaps and different focuses, but it's, but it's one big, one big family really. So we got to be conscious of that at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, kind of, that, that went into our decision at the same time to make sure that, you know, if, if we postpone, um, and, and when we, after we postponed, obviously, um, there would be, um, there would be some impacts on some other events. So you know, we don't want to have any, any more than a negative effect than we, than we, um, than we have to. Sure. Um, but it's, it's just a giant, you know, it's, again, I hate disappointing people, but again, it's the right thing to do. And, and uh, we're going to move forward and um, hopefully be stronger for it. So let's look at the silver lining here. You now have 15 months to plan a really whiz bang event for, for next year, right? You sure do. Yeah. So that's, that's the silver lining. You're right. So, and again, the towns are more than, more than happy about that. And some of the, some of the events and ancillary type programs we're going to be announcing soon, um, perhaps in the middle of May or at some point, um, we'll be capitalizing on that really that, uh, again, we've got another 12, 15 months to organize, um, America's greatest bicycle ride. So, um, I think there's, there are, there are some silver linings for that and, and being able to, communicate the rag bra experience to a, maybe a broader audience and both in and out of Iowa that um, hopefully will mean that 2021 is just the greatest ever. And uh, any chance we put the date on the Jersey. So now it's a collector's item. <laughs> we, uh, I do not believe it made it to the Jersey. Um, I do not believe the date made it to the Jersey. Um. Because now you you also have the opportunity to to you know put some new merchandise out next year to kind of celebrate that this was uh, a different year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we're already talking about ideas like that. Um, you know, we've got one of the best when it comes to creative direction, and uh, yeah, we're 
you know, there's, that's another silver lining. It's just, you know, you can, you can play with that a little bit, um, however you'd like, but, but yeah, (laughs) it didn't make it on the jerseys. And, you know, that's an order as anyone knows, who's purchasing cycling jerseys gets placed far, far in advance. So, um, you know, no matter what those jerseys were coming in, but yeah, they, no date, uh, logo and, and they're beautiful, but, but no date on them. Ah, got it. Uh, so I, you probably have semantics about how to handle this cancellation on your website and things like that. Um, but Jersey, Jersey included, uh, is that something that that's going to be sent out or is that something that uh, we're still working on figuring out what we're going to do? Yeah. So, um, any merchandise that was sold, uh, that folks still want is as soon as our, our restrictions are lifted and we can get back in and start fulfilling, uh, we'll fulfill and send out. So any of those jerseys that were pre-ordered with registration, um, we'll start shipping in June, just like we would have during a regular year. Um, there will be an option to, uh, request a full refund of your registration and your merchandise. If you'd like, um, you can go to ragbri.com backslash registration, and you'll be able to find that form. We're asking everyone who is registered and paid to self-identify by filling out a form and letting us know what they want. Um, everyone has until June 1st to fill out that form for a full refund and or a transfer of their ride from this year to next year. Mm. If they do transfer to next year, they'll receive an email confirmation in June with a $15 voucher to our merch store. They'll also be immune from the lottery. So they'd be um, automatically in for 2021, which is really nice. Um, And we are offering uh, an option for folks to donate their registration if they'd like. And they can donate that to the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Oh, that's us. That's really cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because um, these times aren't easy for us, too. I mean, uh, uh, and when the economy goes sour, when you rely upon donations and generosity from people, that's that's uh, it's a tough time. And so I appreciate your generosity and your 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 participants generosity. That's that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. we. Uh... We uh, obviously RAGBRAI has benefited from the IBC since the beginning, you know, since the beginning of IBC. So um, we, we felt strongly as a team that that was the right thing to do. And, and um, again, that may be the greatest silver, silver lining of all that um, more, more funds and uh, more interest and attention will be focused on uh, bicycling safety in the state of Iowa. And IBC is the, or obviously the organization that makes that happen for us. So, yeah. Um, Appreciate yeah, we're that. more than happy to, to, to facilitate that. It's, uh, it's interesting too, because uh, part of our work is with the legislature, which has been suspended on recess and, uh, we don't know when they're coming back, but we do know that they are coming back. And so our role here in, in what we're doing is, is still, still there. Um, and, uh, we just don't know when it's going to snap back, but when it does, it's, it's going to be an important time. Um, all right, let's talk about some some at least some more personal and, and more fun stuff. Um, and how's the bike shopping going? <laughs> it ha- it came to a halt with the pandemic. However, um, 
I am have every intention. I promise my I, my fingers are not crossed over here. I'm <laughs> fully transparent in that. Uh, I plan to hit up uh, one of my local bike shops uh, in the in the near future to get my bike. Uh, you know, Pigtails, which is my first ride that I signed up for, uh, shifted to August eighth. So I have a little bit more time to get ready for that. But um, but yeah. It's still on the radar. It's still on the, it's still on the to-do list. You know, pig, pigtails could definitely become Iowa's largest bike ride this year. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Dieter, how about you? Are you uh, getting outside? Uh, we are occasionally, uh, as I may have mentioned, um, winter generally arrives in April in Colorado each year. So <laughs> as I look out the window, it's, it's still pretty cold and some snow. Um, and the forecast is for more of the same for a little while, but, um, yeah, we've been getting out with, um, you know, the family home and, uh, the dogs are itching to get out for walks and the young kids are interested in getting out for walks and we get out for walks in our neighborhood quite a bit in terms of biking. I haven't done that because again, it's been hit or miss in terms of being able to get out, but, uh, the bike's there, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and, uh, now my, our 15 year old son is interested in getting out some more. So I think we'll, we'll probably be doing that as soon as the weather breaks a little bit, but, um, Yep. Still, still waiting for the, the sun to shine a little bit more out here before we uh, do some, any, any, any serious biking. I've uh, been taking advantage of the 30 days of bicycling challenge uh, in April, um, where they uh, challenge you to ride every day for the next 30 days. You don't have to ride long. You don't have to ride far. You just have to ride every day. And, and it's a great habit to get into. Um, the opportunity that I've had is that my office uh, for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition is in the Coralville Transit Center, which is on lockdown. There's no public there. Um, I have a back door into my office, so I don't have any and, and my coworkers aren't coming in at all. Um, so it's just me there, which is which is pretty cool. And so I've continued to go to my office because I know I'm going to be alone there and uh, bike in. Uh, Jennifer's working at the home office and then we try to bike after work, uh, as much as we can when the weather's not, uh, 20 degrees out like it was this morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've gotten plenty of biking in. I'm happy with that. One thing I noticed about Iowa and, and I've, I've shared this with you and a bunch of other people and, and certainly all the overnight towns, the infrastructure for bicycling in Iowa is better than I've ever seen anywhere mm -hmm. in terms of the trail, the trails and the roads, everybody's in the, there's just seems to be there seems to be just a lot of interest and a lot of resources that have been dedicated to infrastructure with uh, bike trails and things like that so you're in it i mean iowa is just a great spot for riding a bike at any time of the year so um you know I, again i've lived in a bunch of different places and that seems to be by far the best i i know they probably told you when you got this job that iowa is a great place for bicycling and and we really got it going on but we're going to continue to prove that to you uh, yeah. every chance we get yeah. so you've, you've sold me it's a one it's a wonderful place for riding a bike all right um before we wrap up i just want to check in uh with with both of you again uh things that are bringing you joy out of this things that are making you happy and uh what's what's going on that's making you happy throughout the 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 social distancing thing uh oh personally um you know i think uh it, there's been some renewed connection with friends that are um uh, long distance that you know we just weren't 
we were busy and not able to connect with each other. And now we're checking in with each other daily and on the phone with each other a lot more than that because we've got the time to do it and our, our schedules are lining up a lot better. Um, so I think there's a renewed connection to some friendships that, um, you know, maybe weren't, we weren't able to connect as much. And then I would just say on a, a RAGBRAI front, um, similar to kind of my indoctrination with the brand in October and with the community, is that this is, again, another opportunity for us to um, have conversations and really get to know riders and our, our you know, key business partners. And so we've been able to um, strengthen those relationships and friendships with all of those folks. And that's always a good thing. It's a good thing for what the experience feels like when you are with us in July. And it's a good thing just for the soul when you're, when you're kind of all in this together. Uh, Dieter, yourself, what's making you happy? Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll just compound on what Ann said. And this is despite it being um, a tough time for Ragbri, all this and all this trauma, for lack of a better term, has really brought um, it's opened my eyes to how powerful this this ride is to everybody in Iowa. I mean, it, it is and, and beyond that. It's just an incredible this incredible experience. Um, in a normal year, but with, with everything that's going on now, it's brought so many people together and I've made, I've made so many good friends and great friends now crying you and everybody, you know, you, both of you included that, um, I would not have not have made had not had it not been for this opportunity. Even those relationships are stronger now than they would have been. I think otherwise, um, for me personally here at home, it's about family. So, um, it's, it's just great to have everybody uh, in the house. We, we normally are home, uh, in the house. Um, um, but everybody's a little bit stronger and we get along a little bit, a little bit better, believe it or not, now that, uh, we're, uh, we're in the house a little bit more often. So we, we exercise a little bit more. Um, and it's funny that it takes, a uh, it takes a global pandemic for people to connect, um, across the world. And so you, you know, as Ann said, friendships that I haven't, haven't really maintained all that well over the last 23 years, you know, like high school friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, getting, getting back in touch with those folks and just checking on people, you know, some high school friends and college roommates and things like that. And my childhood friend who lives in, um, in Philadelphia, you know, I, I talk with him more than I, than I have in a, in a long time, my college roommates and things like that. And I've reconnected with some of those folks, um, just to see how they're doing because everybody's got a different experience, but everybody's kind of doing the same thing right now. So, um, you know, it's, it's, that's, again, we look at it as an opportunity to kind of you know, rekindle those relationships and, and make, make the ones you have even stronger. Yeah. We have a, a, a happy hour scheduled tonight on zoom with our, our ragbri friends. And I'm really looking forward to that. That's, uh, uh, it's, it's amazing how much you can, uh, um, uh, drink for beer when you're just, uh, just connecting one way or another. Um, and the good news is you don't have to drive or bike home. You're just, you're at home already. So, um, (laughs) could be a thing. Yeah. 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 I I know the social butterflies are out there with, with zoom happy hours and doing a couple every day, but, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. So exactly. That's that's like, that's an industry I haven't really heard anyone talking about on the news, but I assume the alcohol industry is, is been faring just as well as the grocery industry and, <laughs> and other. So, you know, I, I noticed uh, on Hy-Vee's aisles online that you can actually get alcohol delivered. So um, that's, oh, yeah. there's a plus, there's a plus. There you go. <laughs> 
All right. Hey, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and, and, uh, certainly appreciate your outlook for the safety of, of the bicyclists out there and, uh, the, the health and economics of our communities. Um, I look forward, uh, to next year's RAGBRA, uh, already, um, because I think, uh, the extra planning time is going to make it, uh, just that much better. Um, absence makes the heart grow fonder, sort of, so to speak. And, and, uh, by the time we meet again on the on bicycles in such a big group, uh, I think we're going to enjoy it that much better. So um, thanks for coming on. And uh, to our listeners out there, thanks for listening to the Chisco Bike Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, a part of the USA Today Network.